0: This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 165 of The Real Word.
1: Word is up.
0: We've got to jump right into it, Nicole, before that air conditioner starts again and ruins this entire podcast. I'm convinced that it will, but let's just rock and roll and see what happens here. Also, before we jump into it, actually.
1: We have heat. I have heat where I am. Well, we have... (laughs) I don't have air conditioning, so we also have
0: some heat coming from Open Door on our last podcast, episode one sixty four. Go check it out if you haven't already. Open Door reached out to Inman; we were referencing an Inman article about the Open Door expansion, and they wanted to correct us that Open Door plans to double its markets this year to forty two, not add forty two markets as we probably me. I misstated in the last episode. So that makes sense because they had, I think, six new markets, if I remember correctly, in quarter one. Right. And I was Well, we,
1: we we made quite a quite a scene about that because I was like it's all, it's already March. Right. How are they gonna do that? Yeah. Oops. But open so. door,
0: thank you for watching, by the way.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Although they, they probably have Google Alerts on, another reference to episode one sixty four, <laughs> and they may not watch this one. Well maybe they will. We'll see. We'll we'll tag you open door and, and uh my apologies, my sincere apologies on the mistake. So wanted to correct that. Okay. Also, big news this week. We have the Real Word Confessionals series coming up. At the end of this episode, we'll tell you who the first guess is. That podcast drops in two days, so maybe the next day, whenever you're seeing this. It'll drop Thursday of this week. If you're seeing this Wednesday, it'll be tomorrow, okay? Uh, but that's this week, so make sure that you get into that let's get into racket number one
1: this let's get into it
0: rent prices continue to soar across the US this is according to core logic rent prices are significantly higher than they were at the same time uh, last year rising by 3.8 percent nationwide in January one why do you think this is happening Nicole everybody's it seems like everybody's buying homes even though there's not much inventory why are rent prices going up?
1: Well, I think that you hit it right there, though. If there's if there is no inventory, where do people move? Obviously, they're going to have to rent. Um, I think that the the rise is sort of twofold. I think that people are probably renting again uh, because there is no inventory. Um, so if they want to maximize on their sale or the purchase of their home, this would be the time to do it and to hop into a rent and then wait for something to come up. Or because of the, the way that the market is and because the median price has increased so much, they have, like they, it, like, it's almost like they can't afford to purchase. So that entry level buyer is now being completely priced out of the market and rent seems to be the only way um, for them to go.
0: Yeah, and you know what was also interesting here is that the higher priced homes, the homes above median, homes 125% above an area's median, saw the highest jump from 2.5% in 2020 to now 4.2%. So it's it's these median and above median homes, because if if you have a home that's 75% the area's median price, then the rent actually went down from 3.7 percent in 2020 to 2.9 percent now. So these uh, more expensive homes, and and that might just be to your point, uh, some of these people that are getting priced out of the market, saying, you know what, I still want to rent something, or I still want to live somewhere nice. I'm going to go pick up a you know a more expensive home on the on the rental market.
1: Right. I think what's interesting too, again, I, I'm sure you'll reference the the graph on here. Yeah, put too. the graph up um Again, Boston has decreased though, and and it's funny because you know I never I never really put two and two together, and I don't know why. Um, But it actually is talking about college students since they're now not in schools. These cities have actually dropped primarily because of that. Where I would have thought you know people were fleeing the cities because they were wanting to go someplace more rural or have a little bit more space or what have you. But they're actually really sort of blaming more of the city decline on colleges, which. College students I, I, again,
0: and kids that are right out of college too, Nicole. So I right. I mean, yeah. I know a, a few in, in Connecticut that moved back to Connecticut just because they're like, I was like renting this place with three guys, our lease came up and I can do everything I'm doing, you know, work from home. I can work from home right. now. So yeah, the, the young people are, are saving money that way.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, this this table one shows single-family rent change for select geographical areas, and it shows the increase from year-over-year, January to January, 2020 to January, 2021. Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona area, which we're fans of, went up 11% year-over-year. By far the uh, biggest jump in the country, Uh, Tucson, Arizona, went up 9.8%. Nobody else is even in that stratosphere. Charlotte, North Carolina, 7.6. Las Vegas, 6.4. Really surprising that Vegas went up 6.4%. That has to be uh, people leaving California and just saying, you know what, I'm going to go pick up a rent before I buy. Because when you think about the, you know, the strip being decimated over this last 12 months, I, I didn't, I didn't think I would see Las Vegas rental prices on the rise, but, Indeed, they are. Atlanta, 6.3%. Dallas, 6%. uh, Detroit, 5.5%. And it goes on and on. You can check out the whole list. We're going to link this article up. It's an Inman article, but all the data is coming from CoreLogic. So you'll be able to look through that. They also have a nice little chart. We could put that up here on the screen as well from 2005 to 2021, just showing the National Single Family Rent Index year-over-year. Year. Obviously, 05, 06, 07, it kind of followed the market, went up, followed the market down.
1: Well, again, you got priced out back then, too. You had to rent.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And now we're on a sharp incline up. And that this is all, though, before we see evictions take place, right? There's been uh, forbearance on, on being able to go out and evict tenants as landlords that aren't paying. So that could create more inventory on both, you know, the sale market and the rental market in the future. But we'll have to keep our, our eye on that. All right. Racket or no racket there?
1: Um, I, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's a racket. It make, it makes complete sense to me. Um, I think I think what is sort of unfortunate with all of this, too, is, uh, it, you know, America sort of turning into they reference it in this article too, into a, a, a renter's sort of utopia um, home ownership is down um, and there's again a lot of investors and, and, and landlords out there right now I think that part is a little unfortunate but it isn't a racket I mean it ma- again it makes complete sense to me
0: talking about home owner, home ownership Wow that was that was a struggle right there home ownership talking about that there is a sea change coming to home financing and they talk about the home ownership rate it took uh, 2005, we have to go back to 2005, for us to hit the high in the last 20 years of home ownership at 69.1%. In the fourth quarter of 2020, we're only at 65.8% of home ownership. So, yeah, it's slipping, as they reference here, or, or quote here, the story goes, it is slipping through the fingers of more and more Americans. That is home ownership becoming a nation of renters. We've been talking about that here on the podcast for years, a nation of renters. We have not seen home ownership rise and the pandemic might have hurt that, right? Because we've we've had this extreme, you know, winner and loser scenario and like we saw in Connecticut, so many of the homes were bought were people that had the luxury of buying second homes.
1: Right, right. Well, again, I think there's so many things obviously playing into um, into the home and you know again in, in in this article they they reference even just debt you know student loan debt um, so it kind of unqualifies you or again doctors you know you have a huge you know a huge debt there and then you're unable to even come up with maybe some cash to put down uh, because you're obviously being forced to spend all your extra money on those loans so um, lots of things are, are happening here that are making it really difficult to maintain um, or for attainment of home ownership.
0: But this is why there's a whole bunch of companies out there trying to find alternative financing models. And that's what we're going to discuss here. We'll obviously link them all up. But if you scroll to the bottom of this particular article, you will see all of the different solutions or models that different companies are rolling out. And a lot of these companies are, are, you know, have similar products that they're testing and uh, putting into the market. But we'll, we'll just run through a few of these here. Home Light, of course, you know, maybe you receive leads from Home Light, seller leads, uh, but Home Light has a product which is called its trade-in product, where you can, you know, trade in your home to them. Uh, they provide that cash offer, and basically would let the uh, you know the would-be owners find the home that they want because they now own your home, and you, and you can go out and buy another home. Uh, knock. We've talked about knock. They have that home swap offering as well. Homeward is another company that they reference here, and then there's down payment assistant assistance models. Uh, the company offers consumers up to five hundred thousand, so they can piece together enough for a twenty percent down. Um, With payment of that size, of course, homeowners don't have to get mortgage insurance and can often secure better interest rates. Uh, They believe they can save buyers significant amounts of money by doing that. There's a couple of these other companies that are doing something similar. Landed is one of them. And then there are hybrid ownership models. What the heck is the hybrid ownership model?
1: Well, they kind of have co ownership in in the properties. Um, this is it, Divi, 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 Divi.
0: We'll go with Divi, Divi, Divi Homes, Divi. Yeah, well, well so they, funded, of course, by Wall Street. Oh,
1: yeah. Um. So this is a rent to own. Like again, it's very similar to a rent to own. Uh, up above, too, uh, Homeward was sort of doing the same thing, uh, where they're 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 purchasing this, but Divi actually putting it in an LLC. So you have sort of partial. I believe it's sort of part ownership. Right? Is that um, you have partial ownership in the LLC? Is that this one or is that? Oh, that's Fleck. Fleck was the partial. Yeah, which LLC is another ownership. hybrid,
0: hybrid o- ownership model.
1: Yeah. Again, there. It, it's. I recommend everybody reading these and looking into them because they're very unique and interesting and, and actually almost a way, especially this FLEC model where you're where you're part owner in the LLC and then when you move in, you're actually only paying a percentage of, of sort of the mortgage, um, which again is a, is a fabulous way to even just start building your like real estate portfolio because then you're able to even sort of pull out some of the equity in some of these situations to buy others too, so...
0: It- And like we've seen, we were talking about Open Door last week, like we've seen with a lot of these companies, some of these models are just going to be a pretty good marketing ploy, right? Like, oh, yeah, we have, um, you know. We'll buy the
1: house and you rent it from us and you can decide if you want to buy it from us. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll (laughs) give you
0: down payment assistance. And all of that is just to get them to transact with them because if you see open door started as just an iBuyer. hey we're just an iBuyer. buyer we're, we're out here i right. buying and now they're becoming a full-fledged brokerage model they're using the ibuy buy as the you know dangling the carrot to what they're really going to do which is become a full-fledged broker and, and that's what right. some of these companies you know home hey do this do that and then okay just transact with us we just want the fees we want the fees Right.
1: Well, and there are lots of fees that come along with these. There's transaction fees. They're looking for percentages. Um, Again, I do think, though, that I'm I do not think that this is a racket. I think it's great that they are offering some other alternatives. Um, And again, a way to really make obviously buyers have a little bit more buying power, too, because they're providing some in some situations, providing offers on homeowners homes so that they can then confidently go out to purchase another home. Um, obviously, they're doing sort of rent backs, too. And a lot of these companies, too, are are even taking losses in the long run if you take a loss. Or if they do purchase your home and then when they resell it, if they make a larger profit than, than they had originally believed, they're actually splitting it with you. So, again, I think they're all very interesting, all offer very different things. Again, all of the owners of all of these companies are still – very much in agreement with the fact that the 30-year mortgage is never going away. Correct, um, and it doesn't. It doesn't sound like they're trying to achieve that, but just certainly offering alternatives. Which, you know, as a real estate agent, it's always nice to see um, other things entering the market so that you can continue to help your buyer achieve their goal.
0: Great or point. Or seller. Great point. Yeah. The 30-year mortgage has been the best product for banks in the history of American banks, so that is not going away. But more options for consumers is always good if they're educated on what those options cost them and start right. adding up the fees and can, and can compare and contrast if you're working with buyers do that for them if they're thinking about these other options help help them understand the process all right, right. marketeer of the week it lines right up with who our first guests are going to be on our second show here on The Real Word, which will come out every single Thursday, Real Word Confessionals. The Real Word Confessionals. In our first episode, we had the broke agent and really his his star uh, partner in the Over Ask podcast, Matt I mean, Leonetti. I, I, I...
1: And it's funny because in our interview we actually we 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 do mention that he may actually outshine the broke agent. So he
0: he definitely does outshine him in the in the interview, which you've got to check out on Thursday. Make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, The Real Word, to check that out. Put the notification bell on so that you are the first to see it when it comes out. But if you're not following Matt Leonetti on Instagram, do it. Uh, we want to honor him as a marketeer, specifically for his Drake video. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think there's so many again I think that was a, a beautiful video but I have to tell you I think that he's doing a wonderful job because he's he's leading with humor right yeah. so I mean b- there's barely any videos in here about properties um I I, I again there's so many beside I do agree with you the Drake video was was classic and and very well edited but again he makes fun of agents that call themselves top producers award-winning um well- he just he just talked the other day about single agents forming a team and like where that like what does that, what does that mean? Um, so there's a, a lot of great humor in these, um, and I enjoy watching them. I I I have no problem watching them in their entirety.
0: Check out his reels. We're definitely linking up the Drake video, and that one was overproduced. His reels are you know just you know phone to face, and they're really authentic. But check out Matt Leonetti. He's doing some very interesting stuff. He's got the podcast going with the Broke Agent over Ask. He's our marketeer of the week, and they are going to be our guests on the first ever Real Word Confessionals, which comes out this Thursday. So if you're seeing this episode as it drops here during the week of the the St. Paddy's Day week that we're in, uh, then then you will see the first episode of the Real Word Confessionals. It'll be everywhere where you're listening to podcasts. It'll be on all the same channels as the Real Word. And every single week we are going to do another guest. We have a guest the following week that has amassed over one and a half million followers in the real estate game uh, as just as an agent. And we've got some, we've got maybe Tom Ferry coming up here. soon. Maybe maybe. we've got some really good guests and we're going to ask the questions that never get asked. You, You hear the same question asked over and over and over again. In different podcasts, Nicole and I are going to be asking questions that are never asked to tell the stories that are seldom told in these upcoming confessionals. So make sure you are subscribed to The Real Word so you do not miss one. And we'll always have this show every single week as well, you know, releasing on our normal day Tuesday or latest on Wednesdays. So this format is going nowhere. We're just adding to it.
1: Look at you though. You got, you didn't, you didn't get a tongue tie when you said it.
0: That's right. It's been the, the, hard. It's been hard to talk today. So it <laughs> over the AC. Well, I'm excited. It,
1: it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be exciting. I'm, I'm excited to, um, again, mostly to introduce if, if people don't know these people, to introduce them to you. I mean, uh, of the people, I mean, everyone that we've interviewed so far, I, they have a, a wonderful story to tell, and certainly, um, you know, nuggets of information that I'm certain our viewers can all take something away from. So yeah. I'm excited for it.
0: We're really excited about it. And we'll see you on The Confessional, and we'll see you next week on The Real Word.
1: Bye, guys.